Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. We figured since we've got a bit of spare time on our hands, we'd interview some of our fave celebs and influential figures in the beauty industry and share those interviews with you. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when a bonus episode drops. Thank you so much, Joanna, for bringing this TikTok account into my life. I just want everyone, you just got to go onto TikTok, go to what's on V's face and- Just watch every single video she's ever posted. (laughs) It is so funny. She's right up our alley. Like Mm -hmm. funny, but also like doesn't take it too seriously. But she also knows her about skincare too. So you guys, I think will love her. She's like an SPF obsessed. So So she's our kind of person. So that's why we brought her on for a bonus ep. So we hope you enjoy our interview with What's On V's Face. If you've become obsessed with TikTok like I have over isolation, you'll probably be quite familiar with our next guest. V is the face behind the account What's On V's Face. So if you haven't watched her videos, you're really missing out. Welcome you to the podcast, out. V. Thank you, guys. You have a hype me up. I hope I'm not here to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've become quite a big deal on TikTok. Your videos are very funny and I love that you've got a really blunt attitude. It's very me and Hannah as well. Very. But you haven't always been into skincare. What prompted you to dedicate your whole TikTok to it? I got into skincare because I was really lost and lonely um, a few years ago. I felt like I needed a distraction and I needed to regain my confidence somehow because I was basically losing sleep, losing my confidence, my self-confidence. So I wanted to get more into self-care and skincare was the easiest way to start because I wasn't going to drag myself to the gym. (laughs) So I was like, let me do skincare. Let me take care of my skin. I can do it from my bed. I don't have to be, you know, super motivated. But I started with, you know, little steps and then it snowballed into I'm now a, a self-care guru, not really, but to myself, I am. <laughs> and to me, you are. Skincare <laughs> and humor. Like, is there anything else that's more self-care? I don't think there is. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's, again, I have been able to regain myself during the process. And I started my Instagram a year and a half ago, just so that I belong in a community of people who think like me. And I was growing steadily on on IG, but it wasn't until I joined TikTok back in January, I blew up. I went from, I think, 12K on IG to 80 something right now, uh, which is amazing, crazy. And I honestly think I get one of your TikToks at least every day when I'm scrolling. And I just, I often watch them on repeat because I just find you so, so funny. I I think I watched all your content just all at once. I was like, couldn't stop laughing. But I saw that AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, started following you. I'd love to put in some audio here from the TikTok because I think you said, I'm hyperventilating, crying and shitting simultaneously. Tell us about the moment that you, A, found out she was following you and B, that she was a skincare enthusiast. So I really need to talk to her. My number one question for her is, how did you find me? Because I feel like she secretly watches TikTok. (laughs) I feel like she does. (laughs) But uh, of course, she's not going to tell me. But the day I found out, I was actually 
decluttering my skincare collection. I was like, this is unreal. I'm not going to be able to get to most of these. So I was about to just, you know, reorganize and clean in my room. And then one of my followers just DM me and she was like, oh my God, AOC follow you. And I was like, what? And then I scroll through my notifications and I have been growing a lot. So like, I didn't see any, I didn't see AOC at all following me. So I checked my follower list and I didn't see it because I'm at the point where I don't know why, but I type in AOC, but I didn't see it on my list. So I went to her profile and I click on AOC and it says follow back. Like it asked me to follow her ah! back. And I was, <laughs> and let me tell you, like I, I, that was such a surreal moment. Like, but that day was canceled. I didn't do anything else. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna stay here and calm myself down. I had to put on a weighted vest just to like <laughs> stay still. I was like, you know what I mean? And you shared her skincare routine and I don't, I had no idea she was so into skincare. She double cleanses and uses vitamin C and uses a retinol. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And she talked about, wow. you know, like combining K-beauty, Korean skincare with, you know, Western skincare. She is very savvy. Okay. Let's talk about tits. This is your method for getting your partner onto skincare. I love this method. Um, can you tell us about your foolproof system? Oh, that is so funny. So my boyfriend was the one who inspired this idea on TikTok because I, I'm not that toxic. <laughs> like I don't do that to him, but it's, it's, it's satire. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. I do tell him, you know, like if, if you're dating me and I'm known for, you know, the stuff I put on my face, you might as well try a little harder or else, like, if we're still together, if we're lucky enough to be together in three years, you're going to look like my uncle. You're going to look like... <laughs> People are going to think I'm dating you just for your money because you're going to look much older than me. Um, I say stuff like that, you know, like humor, but a little bit of shade. Hopefully he's motivated. <laughs> it's been working okay. He's been putting on sunscreen. That's all I can ask for. Well, speaking of the skincare stuff, you've posted before and afters of your skin from before you were using sunscreen and proper skincare. And the difference is pretty wild. Insane. Can you tell us some of your tips for reversing sun damage and the signs of aging? Because you've got some really good tips that you've shared on your platforms. So I think... Honestly, I'm always going to vouch for sunscreen. That's the number one, like, game changer in my skincare routine. Because, again, if you put amazing product on your skin and you don't protect your skin from UV rays, it's a waste of money. You're sabotaging yourself. Mm. So sunscreen is my number one tip. Um, the second ingredient is not an ingredient, it's a method in skincare that really changed the game for me. That is double cleansing. Because if you double cleanse, you make sure to get up your entire sunscreen, makeup, pollution, and everything on your skin. So it helps prep your face for the next product. And it helps the next product to be absorbed better and to work better for you. A lot of people don't think that this is you know, important, but for me, it really helped with my pigmentation and any uneven skin tone that I used to have. And then the next product would be retinoid, but my 
problem with retinoid is that it's very, very moody. It's like, if it's a, a horoscope sign, it would be a Scorpio, I think, cause, <laughs> because she can get really, like, opinionated, very moody. But if she works for you, she's loyal, she's, you know, she's a good friend, she's reliable. I have tried so many retinoid products, but I've only found maybe a few of them that I can use consistently over a long period of time without burning my face off. On that note of burning your face off, you did share a photo where you'd burned your face off with retinol. Do you have any tips that you can share for any beginners that are wanting to start on a retinol? Because you're obviously a little bit sensitive to it. I am as well. I can't use like high strength stuff because my face will also burn off. What are your tips for starting on retinol for beginners? So my number one tip, which is note to sell because I still make the same mistake even you know, I call myself a skincare enthusiast, a junkie, but I still make the same mistake. I'm a visual person. I like to see changes. I like to see improvement. So I tend to be a little bit impatient and I rush myself. So my number one tip is don't do that. Don't be like me. Take it slow. Take it steady. Just know that it's a marathon and you can do one active ingredient a day and, and, and alternate them and, and you know, uh, tune in with your skin. That way, like, your skin will turn out better in the long run as opposed to just overfeeding your skin with active ingredients, which I have done repeatedly because I'm impatient. Um, so, yes, take it slow. Start maybe once or twice a week and then build up when you feel like you're more comfortable and you build a higher tolerance. Um, and always use sunscreen, of course, during the day. And yeah, if you burn your face, just make sure you hit reset. This is a uh, philosophy that I learned from Cray Beauty founder, Leah Yu. Just make sure you reset your skin just with cleansing, moisturizing, and sunscreen. No active ingredient if you ever burn your face with retinoid. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of sunscreen, we spotted you using Color Science Sun Forgettable Powder, which is an SPF powder. Is this what you use to touch up your sunscreen when you're wearing makeup during the day? Yeah, so I don't wear makeup, so it's very obnoxious of me to like make a TikTok and be like, this is the best way to apply sunscreen if you wear makeup. <laughs> Here's the thing. Powder is great, but it's only good as a secondary applications method. I don't think using powder alone will be sufficient to to cover you from UV rays. In order to get the coverage that you need, uh, like the label SPF, you would need a lot of powder. And with the brush, it's really unreliable because you don't know when it's going to dispense. You know, like you, you just don't know that you're covering your face evenly and, and sufficiently. So even though I use that and that TikTok made me go viral, I don't think <laughs> I don't think powder brush is the best way to reapply sunscreen by itself. You gotta go in with a thick layer of sunscreen, and then if you feel like it leaves you oily, then you can use the powder to like mattify your face. But uh, just with the powder, is not enough on its own. So I've seen that you you use a lot of like drugstore, but then you also like have some really high-end stuff. And I saw you were using SkinCeutical C for a week, which we are all obsessed with. I use Flourish and CF because I've got oily skin. How sort of important is it? What kind of products do you like to invest in? And then what's okay to like go a bit bit more like, we call it bougie bargain. 
like the bougie stuff and then the bargain stuff? So full disclosure, 90% of my skincare right now has been gifted to me by brands. Like yeah. I haven't personally used my own money to buy skincare in a while, which is something that I want my followers to keep in mind as I recommend product because, you know, when you have to pay with your own money, for a product, especially if it's expensive, you have a certain level of expectation. You you have higher expectation. It's painful to pay, spend your own money. Back to your question, I think I would like wash up product. I would never spend a lot of money on if I was to buy my, with my own money, uh, like cleansers, uh, oil cleanser, balm cleanser. Even though balm cleansers tend to be a little bit pricey, just because of you know how it works and the formulation and all that stuff i don't care for toners because i don't think they're a must-have in my skincare routine so i wouldn't you know spend a lot of money on them moisturizer it, you know moisturizer is supposed to just do the job of protecting your skin barrier it doesn't have to be fancy as long as it's thick enough to to help you to sit on your face and protect your skin from you know pollution and outdoor stuff then it's fine you don't need to spend a lot of money on but i don't mind spending money on sunscreen especially because sunscreen is basically a drug especially in the u.s it needs to be approved by the fda so a lot of time you know the the good technology, like from L'Oreal and, you know, the big companies, they tend to be pricey and I don't mind if it's a good product. Um, I'm paying for that. A good serum, like the SkinCeutical one, the CA Ferulic one, I don't mind paying for it even though it's out of my pay rate right now. I can't afford it right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. If I was to spend my own money, I wouldn't be able to afford it. But if I had money, that's something that I want to invest in, um, a product I want to invest in. I like that because I think you automatically think like more expensive equals better. Like the stuff that's good to invest in, like a good serum and a good vitamin C. But yeah, I'm not as fussed about the moisturizer. I'm the same. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm really, I'm just happy that I have a voice on TikTok because I wish when I was younger, I wish we had the selection of sunscreen that we have today. When I was younger, sunscreen was something really thick and sticky. And I don't like how it fell on my skin. I didn't like how it fell on my skin. And I didn't look forward to wearing it. You know what I mean? But nowadays, like there's so many options. We don't have a choice. Like we should, no excuse, we should be wearing sunscreen. 100%. We love that. (laughs) Can I just say one thing? Joanna looks just like Natalie Portman. Like younger. Thank you. I'll take that as a a major compliment. (laughs) Which era Natalie Portman though? Like shaved head Natalie Portman or like which? She's beautiful regardless. Her face structure is so beautiful. It's like very, she's approachable and very easy to look at. And yeah. (laughs) I've always been told I have a resting bitch face. So to think that I'm approachable is really nice. (laughs) Yeah. So you're now 29 and I've seen that you roast your younger self on TikTok and I'm kind of the same on Instagram because I, when I, my younger self, I used to put my 
full face in the sun and I look back on it and it makes me shudder. And when I see like young celebrities putting their face in the sun and then they've got like burn on their like cheeks and they're like, it makes me feel sick. (laughs) So (laughs) if you could give younger V one piece of skincare advice, what would it be? Oh, I used to be, I used to do the same Hannah. So I used to, when I was in my early twenties, I always thought I looked better. You know, if I was a little bit darker, I, I don't know why, but I had that mindset and I hated sunscreen. So I would burn myself every summer just to look prettier and skinnier. Um, and again, uh, sunscreen wasn't really attractive to me back then as well. So it, it made it a little bit easier to make that stupid decision. I so agree with you on the like self-esteem stuff, because when I was younger, I thought I'm on holidays. I want guys to look at me. I have to be tanned. Like it just was in my head that like being tanned equaled being hot. Because now when I'm on holidays, I reapply my 50 plus every two hours and I wear the widest brim hat that I can find. And I'm like, I look way hotter now. Like this is such a look. <laughs> like very funny that we're talking about this because when I was growing up, I grew up in Vietnam. So this is part of, you know, like colorism and racism and all that stuff. I was the dark one in the family. And my sister was like the fair skin. And my culture, we value fair skin because we associate darker skin with labor. Because uh, uh, back in the day, you know, if you're from a poor family, you got to work outside all the time. And your skin over time turned brown or dark. And people over time associate that with labor. Uh, so they always value fair skin. So when I was younger, everyone called my sister the pretty sister. And I was the funny sister. <laughs> but when I came to the U.S., it kind of flipped. Now, all of a sudden, people like darker skin. They like my tone. And I found new my new niche I found my new confidence so I double down on it (laughs) every summer I'm like I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna tame myself because it's apparently it's attractive where I am so (laughs) which I it was never a thing when I was growing up so that that's a weird thing now that I look back Yeah, it's strange. All the different beauty standards in different areas of the world, it just varies so much. Um, Before we jumped on our recording, you popped up on our Zoom call and you are just glowing. Can you at least tell us what have you got on your skin today? Uh, What's on my skin today? Okay, so I was testing Fenty skin. I did not like it. This is not a line for me. Um, and I talked in my YouTube video. It's, it's for somebody like I say. I'm very practical when it comes to skincare. I'm I'm also very cautious and preventative, because my mom, my grandma, every lady, every woman in my family has melasma and hyperpigmentation. So I feel like I'm genetically like vulnerable to melasma. And my mom has been struggling with melasma for like over 20 years. So I see that and I, I, I it makes myself a little bit more, you know, uh, scared to, to try on potential irritants. So I try to avoid fragrance as much as I can, even though, you know, if you're fine with it, you don't have to avoid. But that's my approach. So her skincare line is a little bit like too overwhelming for me when it comes to fragrance and 
you know, one can say that it's in low concentration, but if you layer your product and each product has fragrance, you're technically layering fragrance. And that will increase risk of irritation. And for my skin, if I get irritated and it becomes like a mark and it, it become a it become pigmented, it's going to take me weeks or months to treat. And it's just not worth it. You know, unless the ingredients are like amazing and I don't want to pass uh, on the opportunity and I'm willing to take the fragrance risk, then I will. But the ingredients in her lines are not impressive enough for me. And it is hard because she is my aspiration in life. Like I look up to her so much and was so excited when she asked me to be on the PR. But it is what it is. It's, it's not for me. Love the honesty. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I gotta be able to sleep at night. Again, I came on this yeah. community to this community because I was in a lost place, a lonely place. So I found my niche and part of my strategy is like to always speak my truth and speak my mind. Don't let myself be bought by anything. Even though I'm here to retire mm -hmm. my parents, I try to like <laughs> do it like the most <laughs> me way possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today, V. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and Hannah and I will continue to stalk you on Instagram and TikTok. So if you haven't watched V's videos on her TikTok and her Instagram. You can follow her at what's on V's face. And you're welcome because you're not sleeping tonight if you discover her. <laughs> Thanks, V. Thank you for the opportunity, you guys. You have a great night. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. <laughs>